come to the hospital if your water breaks or if anything else goes wrong. I always told my patients, we'll take care of you even if you're not in labor. Not all of them listened. Mary Paulson hadn't listened. Mary, pregnant with her first child, was a Zoftig woman in her early 30s, full of life and strong-willed. Her water had broken two days earlier, but she'd had no contractions, and so, against doctor's orders, mine, she just stayed home. It wasn't until she felt feverish that she decided to come into the Cornell Medical Center in Manhattan, where I was the director of clinical services for the lying-in hospital. I could see right away that she had an infection of the membranes and the uterus, a potentially dangerous situation for both the mother and her baby. I started her on antibiotics, then I induced labor. Everything went smoothly at first. She was two centimeters dilated, four centimeters, fully dilated. We moved her into the delivery room. The anesthesiologist administered the epidural, an anesthetic, delivered through a catheter near the spine that deadens the pain of labor but doesn't put the patient to sleep. And soon after, Mary delivered her baby. It's a boy! I asked if she wanted to put him to her breast, but Mary said she was too tired. As I handed the baby off to the delivery room nurse, I noticed that he smelled a little strange, probably because of his mother's infection. The nurse cooed as she placed him in an incubator. We sent the baby off to the nursery with the circulating nurse, where the pediatrician declared him healthy. We were done, except for delivering the placenta, or so I thought. Usually the placenta follows the baby right out, but it can take up to 30 minutes. The clock ticked. 25 minutes. 30 minutes. Nothing happened. The placenta's just being a little bit stubborn, I choked. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, please, God, don't let this be placenta accreta. Placenta accreta is a relatively rare and potentially fatal condition. It happens when the placenta attaches itself too deeply into the wall of the uterus and can cause complications. I said, get me more IV fluids and called for some Pitocin, an intravenous medicine that causes the uterine muscles to contract. I also told the nurse to get me an elbow-length glove so I could go in and remove the placenta manually if necessary. But a moment later, the placenta came out. I examined it to be sure it was intact. If it weren't, I'd have to remove any remaining chunks from the uterus. It looked like everything was there. Relieved, I turned back to Mary to tell her we were ready to send her to the recovery room. But Mary was still bleeding. It's normal to see a little blood after the placenta is delivered, but nothing like this. This was the Red Sea. Something was very wrong. I grabbed the speculum and checked. No lacerations to the vagina. No apparent rupture anywhere. Yet the packing I had put in a moment before was soaked with blood. The uterus should spring back immediately after delivery to something very close to the firm, hard ball it was before pregnancy, literally shrinking from the size of a fat Halloween pumpkin to about the size of a pear. When that happens, it's as if the uterus becomes its own tourniquet. It clamps off the arteries pumping that blood. But if the uterus doesn't tighten down after delivery, then it's like an open wound, 
a pint of blood per minute goes through the uterus. A pregnant woman's body has, at most, 12 pints of blood. That meant that, in Mary, as much as a pint of blood a minute was gushing out of her arteries. As an obstetrician, board certified in maternal fetal medicine, I was well-trained in managing complicated pregnancies. It was my specialty. But when something goes wrong in the delivery room, no matter how expert your training, the risks are great. A hundred years ago, one woman in 100 died during delivery. Modern medicine has reduced those deaths to less than one in 10,000. Even with all our modern medical techniques and knowledge, though, childbirth is not risk-free. Complications in childbirth are the 11th leading cause of death in women between the ages of 15 and 44. And when women die in childbirth, it's most often because of hemorrhage.